Who needs parallel parking when you've literally made a pop masterpiece? So excited for me to finally drive up to your house. Let's drive into the perfect storm that ignited this record-breaking, billboard-topping TikTok sensation. Do you get deja vu? For the special episode of Jock June Season 3, Bailey and Heather feature global chart topper and best new artist, Olivia Rodrigo. It takes three steps forward to stardom, and our Artist of the Year makes it all look so easy. Or does she? <laughs> Buckle up, you're in for a ride, filled with teenage angst, heartbreak anthems, and Gen Z culture. You're listening to Three Steps Forward to Stardom by Bailey and Heather, giving you the best of music. This is... This is Jock Tunes Season 3. Want pop in UPLV? This is your Jock Bailey. And you're Jock Heather, and we're from the UPLB Jocks, the premier media-based organization in UPLB. So true, Bestie, and you're listening to Jock Tune Season 3 special episode, Artist of the Year, Three Steps Forward to Stardom. Step forward and three steps back. I'm the love of your life until I make you mad. It's always one step forward and three steps. If you didn't know, that was One Step Forward, Three Steps Back, another iconic song from Miss Olivia Rodrigo herself. And if y'all didn't know, it is actually a parallelism to Olivia Rodrigo's three-step success. So true. Like, albeit it's a sad song, the title is a reference to the fourth track, One Step Forward mm-hmm. and Three Steps Back, like you said, to um, Panaba symbolize her three-step success like one being an actress and a disney star and then being an influential musician through her sour album and third being one of the best new up-and-coming artists of 2021 have you heard about the grammy nomination bestie oh my goodness when i found out about it i literally said it to you like straight up and on twitter and said Okay, Kayla, Kayla gotta know this because no. <laughs> I think I think it's safe to say um, among the jocks talaga yung super Olivia Rodrigo stands. And um, shout it also to Archie and to Stella who are also Olivia Rodrigo stands. Yes. Okay, just for everyone's reference, London, because um, Olivia has seven, if I remember correctly, seven Grammy nominations, and I think yeah. for me it's already a win to be nominated because. Included students of big four, ikang anila mm-hmm. best new artist, song of the year, record of the year, and album of the year. Tapos two more nominations Dang, under the pop everything. category. True, like award <laughs> bestie, and also like for her age and for a debut like star, she was able to get that many awards. I can't, I can't, I can't imagine. Like, and True. she's so young. Album <laughs> <laughs> palang, and it's already gan- ganun agad yung boom. True. Though I'm kind of curious, how did you get to know Olivia? Okay, so I got to know Olivia because of 
No, no, Bessie, don't judge me because of the tea. <laughs> well, well, I'll, I'll just go like right through it and just say a little bit of a rundown on what I knew back then. Yes. We knew that Olivia Rodrigo was a Disney star and that's all I knew. But then I heard her song, Gyrus License, and then I heard that there was this whole backstory behind it, um, yeah. which was with her, Joshua Bassett, and um, Sabrina Carpenter. And I was like, ooh, what's going on? Like, it was what's a huge thing. Yeah, what's the tea? <laughs> Obviously, as someone who's very interested in the tea, I was like, I gotta hop on that. And I did. Yeah. And I checked I checked um, YouTube and I was like looking through and scanning through all of the tea videos. If you like those tea channels, mm-hmm. like if you're if you're familiar with those. And then I watched and tried to do a little bit of a research myself. And yeah, that's mm-hmm. how I was able to find out who Olivia Rodrigo was. What about you? Same. Grab yung yung blow up nun sa TikTok for me. Like sunod sunod sa FYP ko. Though mm. we kind of have a different way of knowing Olivia. Kasi ako I first heard her cover of what I've been looking for with Matt Cornette from Ang Haba Pero High School Musical, the musical, the series. I'm just gonna say HSM <laughs> for the rest of the episode. Kasi haba eh. oh pero my. yeah, like. I was kind of one of those people who were very skeptical. Na is she gonna replace Gabriela Montez? Eh, as someone mm. who's like who's grown up watching High School Musical, like all of the mm. movies and everything. That's fresh ko pa si Troy Bolton. Na. <laughs> Pero we like, all did. I was kind we of all did. <laughs> diba? <laughs> like I was, I was kind of hesitant about it. That was I heard the cover and I was like, this girl knows how to sing. Grave yung vocal range niya and everything, and then. And it turns out it was just a mockumentary of the first three movies. So, mm-hmm. sabi ko, okay, safe siya. Ha- have you, so have you watched a single episode or not yet? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna come clean. <laughs> oh I have that. Right. Bestie, Aharen. <laughs> that makes the two of us, I guess. Deserve. Though it's kind of, it's kind of nice then. Because I kind of noticed na, even, like, as someone na, Who's also who's grown up watching Disney? Mm. Parang there's a certain rebellious phase, like in general with mm. artists. Merong rebellious phase na they're gonna try to get out of the the usual parang mold of Disney mm. stars. Well, for example, Miley and Britney and Justin. That was yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's have it's you a, heard of that that whole like the drama that they had? Anyways. So. Yeah. I mean, it's the same because I love Triangle then ngayon with oh, a, with Olivia. Literally, so, the, for, the foreshadowing of everything. True, true. Like, ayun. Parang, um, Olivia's rebellious face is kind of different because she's hmm. still under the Disney contract. Tapos, oh, that's true. Nakakapags out na siya ng very, as they say in the headlines and everything, no, provocative no, <laughs> dresses true, and... Yeah. Outfits, pero come to think of it, um, ikaw ba? What are your thoughts about the hmm. the dress, the, the Academy dress. Museum one? Yeah. Oh, oh right. The the one I I remember the whole headline about it, the plunging mm-hmm. dress. Um, honestly, personally speaking, siguradin kasi my ate instincts came in and was just like, Nar. why why is she wearing that? She's literally like this like that. But then at the same mm-hmm. time, I, I I thought about it and was like, as long as she 
um wanted to wear it then go, go good for her he <laughs> come mm. up with her song good for you good for her like as long as it makes her happy and as long as she feels confident wearing it mm-hmm. then i support but then again you know the whole issue of how young female artists and how young female celebrities are being um sexualized heavily sexualized in hollywood and True. also um out there it's, it's still it's still a debate or it's still a conversation that needs to be talked about but as long as you know going back as long as she wants to wear it and she wanted to wear it rather than go ahead queen she looks pre- she looked really she pretty bodied it. yeah true honestly even with the i uh, know i guess with her album it's kind of explicit and very angsty which is something yeah, that's not yeah. the usual stuff for disney stars yeah um it's it's interesting because like i rem i remember the stage when miley cyrus um posted no 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 not posted when she released her single can't be tamed and oh, everyone yeah. like every mother every mom was <laughs> against her i swear to god like even yeah. my own my own mom hated sorry not hated, not the h word she, my <laughs> own mother didn't like my sarasin sabi pa niya sa akin ano yan can't be tamed can't be tamed diba the client dapat yung kinakanta niya and i'm just <laughs> saying no, like mom she can't be tamed like, <laughs> like it's not my fault that she has that you know rebellious face and that was the start of miley cyrus just like slowly transitioning from being the perfect role model type disney star to being oh i can't be tamed i'm my own celebrity i'm my own persona mm-hmm. but as you said now with olivia rodrigo it's really interesting now as a disney star she's currently in the contract of high school musical the musical <laughs> the long the long the name <laughs> and yeah. um Farrah, at the same time she is also making songs that are explicit and um mm-hmm. have the words you know vulgar words in in mm-hmm. her in her album true now you kind of mentioned can't be themed i think i ang vibes then up a pick up go with that song mm-hmm. is kind of like good for you then though i guess it's a subtler true. version and though i kind of have mixed feelings but then for good for it's it's a good song i gotta admit like yeah i've sang through it sometimes while in the shower or some place or with Bahit. friends pero... no. No. <laughs> like with a good for you cassette the but there's a there's an issue with well I, i'm not sure if it was like a whole issue about it but mm. it had a backlash about it sounding like the the toxic ex like yeah. the tone of the song in general and then also the copyright issues though i'm not familiar with it yeah with with the misery business it like sounding like misery business well, there's a million other girls that do it just like you looking as innocent as possible to get to who they want and what they like it's easy if you do it right well i refuse i refuse i refuse you will never have to hurt the way you know that i do Actually, mm. um, well, we'll not get into like too much detail about it. Mm. But if you do listen to it, not not to sound like Pitchfork or or Archie. Hi, Archie. Nakailang shout out na ako sa dito. But um, yeah, like if you listen to Misery Business, the melodies, the chord progression, the song structure, they do have its similarities with Good for You, and also like Rodrigo has 
explained that she did get what's the word here i am again with the running out of words um she did get samples from misery business and um i read this article in buzzfeed if i'm not mistaken where some tracks from sour were quote-unquote interpolated so when you say interpolate wow not me coming wow. up with all these the big words fancy, oh, no. the big words Ayan ng BA music. I'm kidding. <laughs> but like, uh, but yeah, some tracks from Sour were interpolated wherein parts of a record's composition have been re-recorded and then made into something new. So yeah, like I understand the whole backlash, but I think going back to it, the whole backlash thing, I think it was more on the tone of the song instead of like mm. its copyright issues. Obviously, they had their own issues. And as as far as I know, Rodrigo gave up millions of royalties to Haley Williams, and not only Haley, Haley Williams, yeah, but also to Taylor Swift. Damn, I mean, yeah, she be bagging, <laughs> she be bagging all the money, so yeah. she does have the money to yeah. give up the royalties. But interpolated, interesting word. True, I mean, you learn something new every day. You gotta learn <laughs> from Bailey. Please don't take my word for it. Okay, like I just read it somewhere in an article. Like I can give you guys the link to it, but yes, the In a in like a personal take, parang you can't mm-hmm. really blame her for getting inspiration from a from Paramoringa. And yeah. from, from misery business in particular, because as an artist, you'd want, you'd need a certain inspiration, talaga. And with so many songs, some things are gonna sound slightly mm. the same. So sabrang dami ng songs and everything. So at least, yeah. diba, she came clean with the okay. interpolated ikanga. Please, <laughs> I think that's what I admire with her as an artist. She's very. Gen Z, sorry, I'm bringing this up, but like she's very Gen Z in in the way that she is very mindful. You know how us we're very we're very pop culture heavy. Us as a generation, True. like we we love the two thousands, we love Y two K, we love the nineties and everything like retro. Like we're very we take mm-hmm. inspiration from a lot of things, as you said, and as Olivia Rodrigo, her as a She's, I can't believe she's 2003. 2003, she's Yeah, she's oh, a year crap. younger than me. Girl, and here she is, like, going crazy with all of those awards. And here True. we are in UP. <laughs> God knows making what we're doing. Making a podcast. <laughs> making a podcast, exactly. Um, uh, Going back to my point, like, mm-hmm. she takes all of these inspirations from different artists and also... She makes that into art with through her songs and through her covers. She herself told millions of fa- her fans. Now, she's a huge fan of Taylor Swift, and that's mm-hmm. why she makes the covers. I'm pretty sure you know about this one cover that I sent to you. You sent it cool to song. me, true. Mm-hmm. I think that's why so many so many of us, uh, wow, us, but yeah, I'm Gen Z. Um, so many of us Gen Z and Mama. people who listen to her and her, are fans of her are really interested in who Olivia Rodrigo is because, you know, she she's up to the time. She's up to, she's up, mm-hmm. um, she's really updated with the songs and everything that she takes inspiration from, um, from singing her covers and also from the songs that she has written. If you come to think of it, even the the boom of her career, most I think most people. I'm not speaking for myself, but like for other people, like for most, mm. like my friends and others, other people that I talk to about Olivia. Parang even her 
career itself, a lot of people discovered her from TikTok, a, a Gen oh, Z app. Yeah. So oh, like, yeah, yeah. she gained her following through her live streams and those TikToks nga, and like a lot of trends came up after the Sour album was released. And hmm. tama, I can't I really agree with the Gen Z rep thingy. Yeah, true. Um, and also, I don't know. It, it's it's I think the whole um us choosing who Olivia uh us choosing Olivia Rodrigo as our artist of the year I feel like deserved the lega because well I feel like one for her age and for for the year 2020 well it's 2022 but frankly Jock Tune season three was released in 2021 so I'm gonna say that it's a 2021 podcast she has really blown us all away wow hamilton rap reference <laughs> but she has blown us all away with besides all of the awards that she has bagged you know she's she's so young and yet she has received so so many um awards and so and i think ikanganila deserve i i think i'm speaking for the jocks when i say that collectively her songs have impacted impacted is that Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, yeah, correctly? Yeah. yeah, have impacted us in in ways during the pandemic that we're all going mm-hmm. through at the moment. Ayun. So I feel like other yeah. jocks yeah. may have like a different thought or like mm. a different perspective when it comes to Olivia. Though I feel yeah. like us as an org, we just want to look for artists that we can resonate to, and we True. don't like hold it against each other now why do you like this why do you like that mm, it's just yeah. go enjoy it bestie i'm happy for you that you found this kind of artist and for us at least for the both of us olivia Emma. all right so continuing on with the discourse on why we think olivia rodrigo is our artist of the year i personally yeah i think she's not a one-hit wonder um agree you know her talent as a singer-songwriter and not just a singer-songwriter even as an actor i mean not like I've seen her <laughs> besides her cameo in New Girl. New Girl. I, are you, are you familiar with that? Not the bestie. Same. Oh my god. Sorry. I'm so sorry, bestie. Um, we're very much loyal to the first to the first H I H S M H Y H S M. Oh my god. Why was I thinking about how I met your mother? Nor. Nor. Anyways, so um, she's not a one-hit wonder with her talent um, as a singer-songwriter and as an actress. She gives like a very promising future, and you know she, I'm 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 pretty sure fans are looking forward to more music from her, mm-hmm. um, more acting from her, and also a tour which was supposed to happen, but but then Omicron happened. Was it Omicron or Delta? I'm um. so time warped. I can't. I I don't know either. Was that either of the pandemoniums? Not the pandemoniums. Yeah, yeah. One of those. One of those. I think mm. it was Omicron because it's pretty recent. Uh, yeah, she announced yeah. that there was a tour, right? But then mm. they had to cancel. Right, like I think two days after they announced it, like it was canceled. Not bestie. <laughs> True. But I, I so yeah, continue. Go down. I kind of agree with the not a one-hit wonder because you would kind mm-hmm. of expect na after driver's license, what's next for her? But like pervade talaga yung album niya, and mm, I don't know, yeah. like as someone who's very close, very 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 close to her age, nga, na she's so young and she has a lot more to showcase in the following years ahead of her. Parang you just know that she's gonna be one of those ikang next. 
Taylor Swift, next hmm. Disney star yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know. Ang pick up kong vibes kay Olivia is like, you know those cousins that you don't want to get compared to whenever you have like... <laughs> from, from Encanto? <laughs> <laughs> the perfect, the perfect child? <laughs> you, you like... Because she's so talented, she knows how to sing, she knows how to act. She's mm, yeah. She's friends with a lot of very famous and influential artists then. Mm. And then she's very talented with music and everything. So like, when she's in Pinsan, she's like, talented, Bessie. She's the one I compare. She's the one I compare. True. But yeah, like, also her content or like the music that she produces and and mm. everything that she represents as an artist very is very current and on trend as we mentioned a while mm. ago she bags and she really claims that gen z culture with her True. which is very much like kudos to her marketing team ang galing nila like serve, yes honestly like chef's kiss from the album cover to all of the um music videos and the videos that she re- released to publicize the publication materials basically True. for her album and for her content the very, aesthetic then yeah bilang paint people tayong dalawa i paint people tayong dalawa aesthetic i really like it mm, true so honestly it's and i'm pretty sure that in the future when if they are to make and I'm pretty sure they are if they were mm-hmm. to create more content it's surely going to be a hit because she knows as an artist she knows what she wants and what her fans want true i kind of agree now she knows what her fans want but also what she wants i think i say the only way you could actually i think for me personally the only way you could connect to an artist is if they also feel very personal with what they put out there yeah and ayun, parang her music really pervaded in a lot of aspects of our lives because mm-hmm. her songs evoke a lot of emotions that people are familiar with kahit those that are very hard to accept stuff that we're still usually in denial of but that was i kind of noticed then with tiktok there were trends na about we like using her songs as the sound and then people release their feelings that they've kept about like past yeah. relationships or friendships that fell apart at some point or just like random hard truths about themselves honestly she is very in tune with her emotions i mean she's a pisces honestly have you seen that tweet na parang oh it, I think it was the night when she released her the Sour album, and then mm-hmm. I think this this famous um, astrologer Milk, if you're familiar with oh, her. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm following. Wait, I don't know their, I don't know the pronouns, but yeah, I'm following that account. Heard. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. she quote retweeted or she tweeted about about Sour and was like, "This is what happens when you break a Pisces heart," and I'm like, "Dang, that's so true." Because if you listen to man, and I'm sure. It, those who are listening have listened to the Sour album. Mm-hmm. Every single track, they all fall under the common denominator of them being very much honest with their emotions. It's very raw. It's very personal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it does. I feel like that's why some of the songs 
are getting backlash, it's because some of the songs are very too negative. Yeah, too negative mm-hmm. and too. Ano ba yan? Di ba siya like? Di ba siya masaya? Like, bakit siya masaya? Peti niya? Di ba siya masaya? Mm-hmm. But then she's just honest with her emotions, mm-hmm. and I think as someone, not me trauma dumping, but as someone who's been through a lot during the course of um, the pandemic or so, mm-hmm. it's it's refreshing to listen to something that makes me want to scream. <laughs> and, and just shout and let it all out no <laughs> but to just not not black eyed peas but um just to listen to something that i could be honest and um vulner- vulnerable with or to rather i know um, on record si bailey ang kumanta sa episode na to. no <laughs> and more to come <laughs> because in our next session our session in what? our next portion of the podcast i have um, a question for you And if then, you could choose, let's say, since short lang yung episode na, at least three songs that are that could be the possible singles. If Sour Album were to be re-released, ganon. Mm. Kung hindi oh. Driver's License, Deja Vu, and Good yeah. for You, what should the three songs be? You should go first. Go first. Okay, for me. Hold on. Puti na lang. Konti lang yung songs niya sa album. True, It would true. be easier for me to be here. I think one would be Jealousy, Jealousy. Just Ooh. because mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of the um, of the melody. Ayan na naman yung musicians. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not trying to be pretentious here. It's just that it, it sounds very catchy. It's a really, really catchy song. And I can't let it go. Come comparison. also a good song that really represents Gen Z. You know how like we're so we're so into no 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 we're super obsessed with social media and also with True. like a filtered life. I must I myself am very much guilty of this. I literally post so many stories in a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm always on Instagram and I always follow these influencers and I'm just like dang I wish I had their body or i wish i had their life mm-hmm. um it's not I'm, i'm not sure if it's just me being a being an earth signer or something just no. <laughs> like i gotta have a routine i don't know because like the whole message of jealousy jealousy is very much it's a gen z anthem like mm-hmm. um the teenage angst musicality of it all and also like the message that it It, it sends out to the listeners True. that here we are, we're social media heavy. Um, I don't want to sound preachy. I don't want to sound like a bloomer, but like we're a very social media heavy mm-hmm. generation. And we, you know, we have all of these inner comparisons that we feel. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we should talk about. And with with Sour as an album, it, it's good to to have a single like that like to introduce mm-hmm. so this is the whole essence of the album mm-hmm. again so that's i feel so like i actually have the same thoughts because mm. bukod sa parehas tayong earth sign 
Like, I think with the jealousy, jealousy, because yung part like the the segments in the sour album itself, na it's a it's a me problem. It's not a you problem. I think yeah. jealousy, jealousy is a good way to introduce it. Yeah, like you said, because most of the time when you when you try to express that I'm jealous about something, like people villainize you in a way that you shouldn't feel jealous at all. Pero Mm, yeah. Sometimes you just gotta accept that. Yeah. Sometimes I feel jealous, and that's okay. That's and true. it's like you said, nga very filtered yung life natin in social media. Pero for some reason, jealousy, jealousy removes the filter for us. Yeah, that's true. And ang sentimental God, but that's what well, that's what I feel about it. I don't know. Mm. Jealousy, it really tackles the inner. Oh damn! I don't want to sound like a comart student. No, but like go bestie. Really, no, please no. Jealousy, jealousy, because it really tackles the yeah you know, the inner thoughts that we have. You know how we tend to try to act or not act. We try to be self righteous, or we te- yeah we tend to say. I'm just echoing basically what you said a while ago that we have these denials of being jealous, and because you know we we see all of these discourse now. You shouldn't be jealous, and you shouldn't compare yourself. You're but perfect. then, like, mm-hmm. yeah. But then, you can't help but feel that way because that's literally what you see twenty four seven. I mean, unless you're that type who doesn't go on your on their phone, you know, it's it, it's it's just it's normal, and that's what that's basically what Olivia really talks about in her song. Second song, Hanuman. I think the second single that should be released. Is hmm. traitor? Because uh, it's because like you got you got the mad songs at the beginning like brutal, uh-uh. good for you, yeah. jealousy, jealousy, na den sama natin. and then you got the sad songs. And I think bohod sa I mean I got no qualms with deja vu and um driver's license being the one being the singles na na release. Though I kind of like traitor because uh, it's more transparent. She was more transparent with it, with her pain through the lyrics. Like she, she's got good lyricism, and it really showed with Trader, because yeah. she was able to explain the feelings that people know as Taylor Swift songs, nga no. all too well. <laughs> Please, true, yeah. yeah, right. Like Olivia writes specific scenarios through her lyrics, but sometimes it's just it's just a a common thing that. When an ex moves on quickly, then you 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 got you got you feel like there's some traitor stuff going mm. on here. Do you have a personal? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fortunately, I don't have any significant or at least relevant stories regarding the love department. Ikaw ba Bailey? Merba? Lord, I do, but I feel like some other time we'll talk about <laughs> it. Some other time. I don't, I don't know because I it's weird because she has like the same her songs have the same effect um, as like listening to Taylor Swift which is as you said like it's because she's very much influenced with True. Taylor Swift songs and she she herself is a, is a Swifty so I'm sure she, I'm sure she takes so much inspiration from her songs while not me bringing up the lyrics right now. But like... Um, no, 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 I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Please, but like, if you compare her lyrics to um, Taylor Swift, 
Taylor Swift kasi mahilig siya sa symbolisms, no? Like, she likes... Yeah. Uh, Represent chemicals. Yeah, representing things. She likes making metaphors and all of that. The things that I learned in Eng 101. Maybe she likes about like all of those songs that there's representation, and you really have to like, you really have to dissect it, and you really have to look into it mm. to understand what she meant. And she li- mm. likes to storytell. While mm. um. On the contrary to Olivia Rodrigo, naman, she really like like literal. She really is very direct and straight to the point when she um, makes her lyrics and when she writes her lyrics. Um, uh, as you said a while ago, na she writes like specific scenarios that people like us can relate to because there's so many songs that talk about love and talk about heartbreak, but Olivia writes in certain scenarios mm-hmm. in heartbreaks. True. They kind of seem, though, if you compare it to Taylor Swift, they would seem messy, but it's a good kind of messy because oh, yeah. you also know that Olivia is very young and it's the type of love that, yeah. young love, nga, as they say, and it's mm, and it's true. really messy like yeah. with all of the emotions and stuff and sometimes you need an artist who's who would do away from the symbolisms na parang you can appreciate it mm. the first time you hear it kasi you get it and you've been there probably or something yeah. for other people okay last That's song true. what's your last, last song. possible single oh my god okay hold on I- I'm trying to I'm trying to l- remember the Just other think about songs. it dapat tayo lang yung marketing the- team ni Olivia <laughs> oh my alam mo our brain <laughs> The things that True. we think about. I mean, Olivia, if you're listening to this, which I doubt you are or you would, but like, something Jen. We'll give you the Sour Patch Kids or something. We can also give you pubs. True. I don't know which one. Paint Aaron I think my third song would be Hope You're Okay. Deserve. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because, okay, not me. I'm bringing out the lyrics again. Hope you're okay. <laughs> Hope you're okay lyrics. AZ lyrics. If you listen to Hope You're Okay, it represents like our accepting generation where like feeling emotions um, it's like it's valid and that the struggles that we experience don't hinder our growth um, because there's always someone who sees and appreciates us. I think it's, it's the, honestly the perfect song to rap through the sour yeah, album, because um, everything like from f- the first song to the sixth song, they're all pretty petty. <laughs> they're so sad mm-hmm. or they're so mad and everything. But then we have the closing song where it's like, "I hope you're okay despite everything that you've been through and despite everything, all the anger and and all of the hurt that you've been through. I hope that you're okay. Whether it would, it's a song written for." Her lover or her ex-lover. Now I hope you're okay. Um, it's all. It, it could also represent as hope you're okay to myself. Ooh, like it's yeah. a love letter to yourself. Na, na, sana okay ka pa sis. Kasi ako. <laughs> <laughs> Kasi mean, eh. For us, it's like sana okay pa yung mo. True. Honestly, that's literally my song while I'm finishing no. the first semester of 2021. <laughs> but yeah, mm. like that's it's a. It's a very hopeful anthem for. I really for agree. I think 
the bayong first natin is jealousy jealousy if it were to be released as a single because mm-hmm. it's a Gen Z anthem. I think hope you're okay is kind of its twin, but in a subtler way and more focused on the light at the end of the tunnel type of vibe. Because yeah. I don't know, it's just like with like you said, yeah, parang hopeful anthem for outcasts. I kind of noticed na at least one of the people that she kind of briefly mentioned in certain verses. It was about someone who isn't really accepted at home. And yeah. parang, although you would you would think na with jealousy, jealousy, parang, it's something that cool kids would listen to. And then hope you're okay is something that the outcasts would. But not in a way na yeah. outcast ka talaga. But it's more of just accepting hmm. na there are other people who are like you and you're not alone in this certain fight. And it's it's mm-hmm. also it's also in a good... Parang with the atmosphere of living through an entire pandemic. It's, it's actually a historical era for all of us because it's a new thing. Mm, that was, yeah. We're the type of generation pa to try to rationalize everything that we feel and everything. Plus, we all have different struggles. Parang... Hope You're Okay is a good song to listen to. Just to validate yourself and think that at least I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. At least at, in some aspects yeah. of my life, I'm kind of okay. And you'll laugh. It's a good, mm-hmm. it's a good way to end an album, as you said. Griyakujan, Dusty. Yeah. I'm wanting it because like, if you connect the two, like, Brutal. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brutal mm-hmm. is the first song on the album. Like... Like, she's just saying how she hates everything and, like, how brutal everything is, how brutal the world is. Um, and then she ends with, well, I hope you know how proud I am you were created with the courage to unlearn all of their hatred. God, I hope that you're happier today because I love you and I hope you're, that you're okay. And if you connect, like, brutal mm. and, the, and that, the, the message of brutal and this one, it's like, despite living in a world where it's so brutal and despite living in a world that is so messy and chaotic i hope you're still okay and i'm proud that you're still here surviving and that's so like so shaskis busty because i'm just mm-hmm. like damn darts a heart like i really i'm truly projecting <laughs> Because, like, ang dami talaga natin pinagdadaanan or pinagdaanan during um, the pandemic and even mm. pre-pandemic and until now. Basically, the whole impact of Sour, like, personally speaking. Like, I was able to let out so many repressed emotions. That's what, ha- that's what happens talaga when no. a water sign makes songs. <laughs> and talking as an, an earth sign. But anyways, like, I was able to let out so many repressed emotions. And through songs, like, I realized that the pandemic has really left my emotions feel super like even like they're very heightened but mm-hmm. because of reality like the the gravity of reality at the moment I, I tend to dismiss what I actually feel um and I always think now oh, what I go through mm-hmm. is so trivial or like it's it's petty or something but you know as I said a while ago Olivia's songs are super like refreshing mm-hmm. to me because I was able to scream mm-hmm. with Brutal, with Jealousy, Jealousy, with Good For You. I was able to dance. I was able to cry. Aww. I was able to connect with her lyrics and to realize that it's okay to be honest with my emotions, as petty yes, or trivial sir. as they may be. You can't lie. You're seen. You're valid. 
Please. Not you. Not you all Nor- going social. I social, but no, that's <laughs> psychology. Never mind. I said the wrong thing. I mean, I, I kind of have the same thoughts with you. Though, obviously, we have different struggles as individuals. Pero, meron yeah. ding personal impact yung sour sa akin. Kasi, it helped me acknowledge and accept the angsty feelings I've had since early teens. And, kasi mm. bestie, tiny, tiny tuna. And, I'm born in 2002, so I'm really, really gonna leave my teen years this year. And it's only, like, sunk in, hmm. like, every single time that I hear the Sour album as well. Na parang, you, you really have to let go of those angsty feelings. And it made some of my thoughts on in- internal struggles resurface. And because I'm used to suppressing a lot of stuff. Pero I resonated a lot with emotions on insecurities and the toxic mindset in social media like we've talked about earlier and ayun, I also related to the the sequence of the song Snap from having a chaotic environment like you said sa brutal sa, sa jealousy jealousy mm. to letting myself open up to people who radiate positivity and it may or may not be the jocks wow grabbing the wine <laughs> That'll drown <laughs> Sam Ender. Olet, <laughs> Olet. I feel like we've Ulet. been talking a lot now. I think we should... Let's have a short break at least before we end this episode. Mm. You got a point, Bassie. All right. Let's have a okay, little We'll short be break. right back. Hey guys, so Vail here, a BA sociology student and a proud member of the organization UP Socius. Founded in 1996, UP Socius is a non-profit, non-partisan academic organization that caters to UPLB social majors. Ever since then, the org made sure to uplift the discipline and became a home for all social majors who felt alienated. For more than 25 years, the org has been producing great leaders non-stop by instilling critical thinking, holistic growth, and praxis. If you are interested to join our growing family and have some questions for us, you may reach us out on Facebook by simply typing in UP Socius. Welcome back from that short break. Thank you very much to our sponsors and partners for Jocktune Season 3. We are very thankful for them. Very much grateful. Um. Anyways, so now to officially conclude mm-hmm. <laughs> our our podcast, I, I guess it's safe to say with everything that we mm-hmm. said a while ago, Olivia Rodrigo has fulfilled her goal Super. as an artist. Um. It's it's really easy to say in the man na sinabi niya kanina na I mean the I mean you know in general like. Olivia teaches her fans that it's okay to to feel and to be honest with our emotions. Her bilang bilang um water mm-hmm. sign, and obviously, as cliche as it sounds, rather, she has so much more to grow as an artist. Because she's young and she has so many. See, she has so much to go through as a person. But then again, so do we, and that's the whole sorry for this it's gonna sound so cheesy that's the whole beauty of it like when a fan and an artist connect through their shared experiences and grow together and if you come if you if you think about it you should we should also ask i mean us as fans major given as stands major given a shot but for other people then who think that deserve na aoty nga natin si olivia rodrigo 
you also have to think mm-hmm. what's next for her and pero kasi yeah. si Basti wow close kami <laughs> but like we, we all know na, <laughs> we all know na Olivia Rodrigo is very talented in many aspects as an artist as an actress yeah. so alam alam mo yon meron ng nabumuong theories regarding her sophomore album about it being a sweeter album with lighter tones yeah, and hopefully Ooh, equally honest um, lyrics kasi I also noticed na medyo kumukanti na yung snippets niya sa IG na. So maybe she's deleting them mm. for for another album. I don't know. I'm not so sure. Don't take my word for it. Not gonna lie though. I hope she releases another like banger like Good For You. Like something I could scream my head out to with rather. But yeah, what else does she have in store for us? Apparently, apparently she's up for like up next for like a season three. Yeah, in High School Musical. Thanks, Bestie. You're the one who told me about this. But even though I don't watch Please. HSM, parang I don't know. It still it still hypes me to see na. Wow, my another season pa sila. Oh, they also have. Mm-hmm. It, it's doing that well. True. Good for you. I, I can't watch it, but good for you, Bestie. Good for you, good for you. Yeah. Yeah, it, it makes me think, yeah, no, no, damn, she's balancing being a musician and actor. I wonder True. how that's going to be. Because you have to play convincing roles. But at the same time, she al- she's also known for making very truthful music. Interesting. Interesting. True, true. Future ahead of you, Miss Olivia. Good luck. Honestly. for And for her age, it's a lot and so achievements. <laughs> and like, what if matuloy na yung performances in real life and the supposed tour? Oh right? my god. Honestly, I'm so excited for World that. World tour, bahan naman, bestie. Honestly, alam mo, Olivia, nakikin- kung nakikinig ka mo, <laughs> go, come to the Philippines. Diba? Pinoy ka naman Nor- yung lumpia, right? Not the lumpia. <laughs> True. But anyways, true, we still true. love her though. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the tour. Hopefully, world touring it. Her Filipino fans have so much to look forward to. And I'm sure she also does. And because of that, once again, this has been the special episode of Jocktoon Season 3, our Artist of the Year, Olivia Rodrigo, taking three steps forward to stardom and hopefully more. Can't believe it's the last episode of season three. Oh my gosh. Don't forget to check out the other episodes of Jocktoon season three and stay tuned for more content. Stay updated by following us on our socials. That's at the UPLB Jocks on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and TikTok. Once again, this has been Heather. And this has been Bailey, giving you the best of music. This is the UPLB Jocks. This episode of Jock Tunes is co-presented by UP Socius. I hate every song I write, and I'm not cool, and I'm not smart, and I can't even parallel Jock Tunes Season 3, Three Steps Forward to Stardom is directed by Bianca Mendiola and Alex Peña. Written and hosted by Andy Sinus and Kayla Concepcion. Edited by Kayla Concepcion, Gerald Oliva, and Winona Santos. Copywritten by Gwenda Lisai and voiced over by Sadie Villanueva and Kadriana Kerr.